This is oh man, I totally <laughs> messed that up. Hey everybody, this is Lydia. And this is Brandy. And this is not suitable for work moms. We have a podcast. This this is it. Good morning, guys. Or good afternoon. No, or good, it's morning. Good, or good evening, depending on when you're listening. But we're recording After it. hour. <laughs> we're recording it almost 4.30 in the morning, so. Which is a great time for me. Mm, I know. Um, you sound as normal as expected. Because I get up at 3.45. Jesus Christ. Well, you're probably like two cups of coffee in. Yeah. No, like one so, and a half. So here's my thing is I sleep best between the hours of 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. No. <laughs> um, those are my golden hours of like if I try to set an alarm during those times, I have to set five of them. And I usually hear the fourth or fifth one. <laughs> like that's what I did this morning. I set an alarm for every minute starting it like 355 <laughs> it no. worked i'm here <laughs> you're here and you're barely being heard i'm just gonna put my face into the microphone thank you because now <laughs> i can hear you <laughs> look if you want to do extra edits that's on you <laughs> oh, no i do not good god sorry for the crying episode where you heard my son in the background the whole time but it just i just didn't have the energy <laughs> that's a lot of edits <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah yeah um here we Love are that. i think i've told everyone on the instagram but i was sick on girls weekend so i didn't get to go chelsea wasn't supposed to get to go but she showed up right she surprised us yes so <sighs> i knew she was coming um she told me the day before oh okay. like in the afternoon oh good okay and uh we decided well, that was before you told us you weren't coming oh and then when you said you weren't coming, Lauren thought it was just going to be me and Lauren, which is fine. Lauren and I hang out all the time. Right. But you um, guys can hang out because you live right down the street. Right. And not so go to murder it, cabin. Right. It was it was becoming beginning to be a little pointless, but it was too late to cancel. Right. Because you Lauren and I could back. have saved a bunch of gas money and just went to one of the other's houses. Right. Because <laughs> we live down the street. Right. But... Instead, we went to Murder Cabin, which uh, it was very cute. Um, yes, it looked So it's like a tiny home almost. But I it's thought cabin. it was adorable. It was very cute. Um, for some reason, it was like the coldest weekend in Georgia, though. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there was no heat. <laughs> what? Yeah. So they had like little like space heaters, but you know, that shit doesn't, doesn't work when it's you know 20 degrees outside and the wind like it was very windy and you can tell that this it's a, i mean it's a cabin yeah what do, what do you expect from it right, right and right. so uh yeah it was it was cold but good thing chelsea and i brought ben and ryan's hardwood with us oh yes <laughs> very and, nice um, i am i'm pretty capable like i might not look like it but i can't i am self-sufficient like Very I remember nice. I live without a husband 90% of the time. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, Chelsea and I made a fire. Nice. And Lauren just stood there and like would blow in the direction of it. 
<laughs> thinking she was helping going <sighs> oh that's funny that's cute <laughs> so um but the the fireplace was in the bedroom and well, so like the cabin wasn't that big mm-hmm. but it still would have made more sense for it to be in the fucking living room <laughs> yeah unless they were thinking like at night it's colder and that's when you're sleeping yeah but that's not really when you want to fire when you're not looking at it yeah true true true, true. and you're in a wood cabin this is true this is a small wood cabin yeah so lauren and i slept upstairs in the loft they had uh two little twin beds and then chelsea slept downstairs oh nice and um there was only one bathroom and the door didn't lock (laughs) oh my which is fine i mean we know each other very well but uh so instead of making the tacos we decided we were just going to go to mexican (laughs) yeah that sounds like more sense <laughs> yeah so we went to mexican because you know we were in the glorious town of macon mm-hmm. and um as we're walking into mexican we were like okay guys is this the best idea at a place that none of us have ever been to with only one bathroom <laughs> oh i didn't think and so about that. um the good thing is is that when we walked up to the door their their health score was 100 was 100 nice and so we were okay Probably you're not going to get explosive diarrhea. Correct. correct. Because it would have been a disaster if it was that cold and we had a couple girls just shitting outside of a murder It cabin. would have been like <laughs> bridesmaids. Yeah. So um, it wasn't. We did We did well. <laughs> um, and then the margaritas that we made at homework. Uh, so Lauren's choice was better. Lauren did a spicy grapefruit one. Okay, so that sounds weird, right? I thought I was doing a grapefruit one. But I don't know. What, well, I, I don't think know she changed wrong. hers last minute. Okay. <laughs> well, the spicy grapefruit one was delicious. Now, I, I prefer frozen. Uh-huh. So I made a mango coconut frozen one. Uh-huh. And I had to make it in two batches because it, they only give you the recipe for two at a time. Oh, yeah. And so for some reason, mine and Lauren's were a little bit chunkier with the frozen mangoes but chelsea liked hers oh nice. but i had to do them separately yeah so well, i see, don't, I don't know. mind chunk. i don't mind chunk. if i'm drinking a frozen drink i don't mind chunks. it was kind of like smoothie-ish okay but that's not what you really want when you're drinking a margarita because i will be having one this afternoon or not this afternoon tonight for dinner mm-hmm. well no we eat dinner pretty early because my mom goes with us um because evelyn has to have an eeg this morning hmm and so, um, if y'all have any little humans, you know, that making them lay down and put electrodes on their heads and forcing them to lay for an hour is a, is the most stressful hour of your whole damn life. Yeah. Because Can they don't sh- do it. And then they just scream and cry. Yesterday I took her to the dentist and mm-hmm. she just scream and cried. See, when you sent me that Snapchat, I didn't know if that, that was- wasn't Evelyn. Okay, I was like, that doesn't sound like Evelyn. No, that was Evelyn. um, Evelyn was laying down in the chair, though, Mm -hmm. and the kid next door was losing its mind. And Evelyn was looking at me like, what the fuck are we doing here, bitch? See, this is why I was a bad parent and waited forever to take Gabriel to the dentist because he hates, he's real weird about certain things and like... He had sensitivities with his face, like he didn't like water in his face and all that. So until he was like cool with water in his face, I never dig him to the dentist. But luckily, first time, no cavities. This last time, we got to go get some cavities filled. But they're like little bitty ones, so. Yeah, so um, 
the dent the actual dentist mm-hmm. was the only person we saw. We didn't even get a uh a cleaning hygienist. Okay. Or whatever they're called. The um, dental hygienist, yeah. Yes, because Evelyn, um, like I've said, doesn't eat by mouth, but she throws oh, up a make, lot. Makes sense, makes sense. You have and to make so sure the acid doesn't are like they're they're okay because she doesn't eat sugar. You know, sugar's normally what leads to the cavities. It's the right. sugary drinks and the and then not getting it off your teeth. Right, so she does brush her teeth, but not every time after she throws up, which just leaves that acid on her teeth. Hello? I'm still here. I'm listening. Oh. I'm like, I'm like sitting here talking to myself. Um, <laughs> no, sorry. I was plugging up the baby monitor so it doesn't start going beep in the background. Yeah. And I put it on mute so I didn't bang something. <laughs> no. <laughs> so um, Evelyn does have a cavity. But here's the thing. Here's the bullshit thing. So whatever my insurance pays for a teeth cleaning is what was charged yesterday. Even though the dentist just brushed her teeth, basically. Yeah. And I had to help hold her down. And then he was like, well, we're pr- I'm pretty sure that there's a cavity in her very back tooth. And I was like, okay, well, you know, she's five, so it'll fall out. And he was like, no, that one doesn't fall out till you're like 13. And I was like, ah, shit. Yeah, that's the same ones that we're having to get Gabriel's teeth done. So, but here's the thing. Because Evelyn is so afraid, because every time we go to a doctor, she's getting hurt. Mm-hmm. I have to now take her to the fucking children's hospital for them to put her to sleep to do it. They and can't like, just oh do that God. in the doctor's office? Well, and here's the thing. The whole reason we go to this specific dentist is because they advertise that they will lightly sedate. And I'm like, that's perfect. Like, she's a little girl. We don't need to put her out right. and go to an EOR right. to do a cavity. Unless they mean by lightly sedate, they no, do they just can't the mess with your mouth gas. if they intubate you. Yeah, so it's going to have to just be like the white juice. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, well, uh, coming from somebody who has a bunch of surgery, which we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, general anesthesia is where they have to intubate you because they... Right. Um, they put you all the way under. That's all the way under. So basically, you you cannot move... It's it like well I mean I'm sure you couldn't move but I mean they is have that to help you with your is breathing. the white stuff the stuff they would have given me when I got my wisdom teeth taken out yes okay yeah I had to have so that's dub. a that's a a mild sedation it does put you out it's also what they give you when you have a colonoscopy okay yeah that makes sense okay so um, I'm, like I'm when I had my boobs mm-hmm, done I gotcha. they put me under that because oh. I didn't um yeah I'm not sure that that was the way they should have done that um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah every like time I've had my boobs done fully under? No they don't And oh. the reason his reasoning was Is because under general There's If more his risk. knife slipped It like It makes like your muscles just like butter Like there's no <gasps> resistance And so you, he could perforate a lung Or mess up And that, that happens Quite a lot when uh, You get breast implants because they do it on your well, there's a couple ways they do it, but the mine are on my, underneath my muscle, mm-hmm. so it doesn't mess with your breast tissue. Yeah. And so if you think about it, r- what's underneath the muscle is going to be my rib cage. 
Okay, yeah, which is protecting makes... my lungs. And okay. so if he accidentally slips, which th- that happens, you don't yeah. want to have a perforated lung. Yeah. So um, having that little resistance doesn't. I don't know, guys. I'm not a fucking doctor, but I pretend to be one on this show. <laughs> so, anyways, I don't know where. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I was talking about Evelyn. So yeah. Great. So she's gotta go be Just put add to that sleep. to the fucking list of bullshit I gotta do. Well, they told us because he has one in in the same place on both sides, and my children do like candy, um, but um, like we've been pretty good with brushing teeth, and the fact that he went like I think we didn't go quite six months, we went like eight months. But the fact that we just, in eight months, he now has cavities, I'm like, really? You didn't have them for your first appointment when you were four, but now you've got them. <laughs> so, well, they, and he might have had them then, too. They just might not have been bad enough, I guess. For right, because you don't want to get them, like, every little speck filled. Right. Yeah, and they're, I mean, but they, they did say that they could, like, put, use the gas and stuff like that, but... I don't, I don't know how it's going to go. They want to do it in two different appointments because they said it's too much. It's too traumatic to do it at one time. And I'm like, what? Well, I they would don't, think it might be too traumatic to make him come back and do it again. Well, they don't like because they're kids. You know how when you're numb, you can bite the side of your mouth and stuff. They yes, don't I've like done that. They, yeah, I have to. They don't like to numb their entire mouth because of that. So mm. they like, they chew, they would rather numb decide they're gonna do so that they can still chew and stuff and feel on the other side because it prevents some of that so yeah it looks like we're gonna try it in two appointments so far they have been really happy going to the dentist the only meltdowns we've had is because they didn't want they didn't get all of the surprises that they wanted because they only allow them to pick two (laughs) so that was abby and she had a full-on meltdown because she wanted a ring for every finger and i'm like oh my Anyways, well, Evelyn didn't even get any surprises yesterday. What? Well, I'm mm, I don't know what's going on with this dentist office, but I think we're gonna have to get another dentist office because I just yeah. felt like so. Evelyn, this dentist office claims they handle special needs kids. Yeah, I don't think that they do, or they claim they could help Evelyn because yeah. Evelyn looks not special needs. Yeah, but I I think there's a level of. Um, I, mean, I mean, the dentist was very 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 nice, but to me, it just kind of felt like they. So like the parents are not allowed to go back, but of course I got to go back with Evelyn, right? And so we had to purposely wait for a private room, because mm-hmm. you know how most dentist offices now, and I know that most orthodontist offices, they just have all the seats in one general area, yeah, and they just line your ass up, yeah. And so it's like one after the other after the other. Who cares? I don't love that. See, we are dentist. Both dentist offices I go to, it's like you're in a room. It's just like open to the hallway. Oh, but that's adult. Oh, no. But your kids, would your kids go to an adult one or do they just go to pediatric? I take them to um, an adult one because my sister works there. And so it she knew which hygienist would be the best for which kid. And like she schedules my kids. <laughs> Oh, okay. I have an advantage there. (laughs) I have to take Evelyn to a pediatric one. Ah, okay. And so I think we're just going to find a different one. I would just because I feel like there's, I mean, they were really good at working with getting the kids to be like, look, let me put this on your finger. Like the little scrubby brush that they do their teeth with. Yeah, they didn't do any of that with Evelyn. Yeah, no, see, if they work the kids into it, like, 
I mean, these hygienists were great because they like took the time to be like, okay, here's some cool sunglasses so this doesn't splash in your face. And then look what I'm going to do. And I'm going to count your teeth. Count with me. And like they really eased them in for their first appointment. And they didn't do a cleaning for Gabriel's teeth his first appointment because he was like grabbing her hand and holding on to it a lot while she was in his mouth. And I was like, "Mm -hmm." um, like I can tell he's starting to get antsy. (laughs) And so he finally got his cleaning the second time. And Abby Good got a cleaning the first time. Like they're really good at easing them in. I think if you find a dentist like that, that's super patient where you may not get your teeth clean. You may, you may not get her teeth cleaned every time, but at least they are getting her adapted to it. Because like you said, she's not like, I mean, she's just, she's used to being hurt every time she goes to the doctor. So if maybe there can be that distinction between the dentist where they're just going to clean her teeth and nothing about it's going to hurt versus her having to go to a doctor's office. Well, right. And like we have it to where certain doctor's offices, she knows she's not getting hurt at. So she's fine. That's like at uh, genetics. She knows that they're not going to do anything to her. And so Mm -hmm. she will participate. Nice. And she likes it. And, um, but like, it seems that every time, like if we go into the emergency room, she loses her. Oh mind. yeah, I can imagine. Because that's then, always going to uh, be pokes and prods. Right, and then the dentist. I mean, this is only the second time she's been, so I yeah. think that maybe it's because also we walk into the lab place, and the minute we walk through those doors, she's just screaming. Oh. Like she knows this is not going to go well. I hate that for her. Yeah, I mean that's just that's her life, though. Yeah. You know, I mean, since she was two days old. She has been monitored. Yeah. And um, it's not it's not the pleasant way. I mean, I, I did IVF for almost four years. And so I'm used to being stuck and messed with. And I still don't love to do it. You know? Right. And I don't think anybody unless that's your, your kick for some reason. You're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> some people like to be hurt. <laughs> mm. Well, Woody is telling us a little no, bit more about no, our swinger, no, no, swinger no, parties. No, 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 no. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so I guess I can update about my school drama. Yes, please okay, do. Okay, guys, so this is probably going to be the last date for a while. Um, the state has taken my case. What, what? So. I call the, that a victory regardless of what happens. I agree because it's, so the state sent a, like, four-page letter to the county the superintendent and basically told him you violated these two laws for this child and Boom. one of them was following her IEP and one of them was the um I could pull up the letter but I don't have it right now and it's password protected um but the second one was her right as a disabled person to an education nice so that i think the iep one they're gonna try and get around because they're gonna be like well we did offer her on the fucking last day speech i I don't think that counts i think i don't think so either but we'll see what they come back with but the whole right to a public education they fuck themselves with that yeah because they they can't you suspended her for 10 days not suspended you put her in quarantine for 10 days but you didn't put the other kids in quarantine for 10 days that's singling her out you're singling her out and you Mm. i mean i feel like if they're trying to do something for a kid's protection 
that plan should involve a kid's parent. Right. Because absolutely they should feel comfortable with whatever you're doing. And you should also be making sure that they're I mean, because let's face I mean, in reality, some kids are safer at school than they are at home. Not Evelyn, obviously, but Right. In some situations, you I mean, they might have siblings, like that I I don't know. I would think that it would involve the parent if you're making a decision like that. Right. And I'm sure that some of that went into the into the decision making. Like I am a I'm at that school weekly. I am the treasurer of the PTO and so I like I walk through that office, I go to my mailbox, I go to the ba- you know. Right. I I have access to the vault. <laughs> I have I know, right? I'm super important. Um and so like I was there last week and um Miss Julie, the secretary, loves Evelyn. She used to be a parapro in Evelyn's class. Yeah. And so she's super nice. Every time I walk in, she's like, hey, oh, my God, I saw Evelyn. So cute. And the vice principal was very nice to me. Yeah. I didn't see the principal. And the nurse uh, refuses to talk to me now. Which is crazy because that should be a relationship that is great. Oh, no. That is a... Well, here's the thing. I know it's not getting taken out on Evelyn. Like, it's not. Like, she still has to feed Evelyn if Evelyn... You know, everyone right. gets attention. I get that you don't want to speak to me while this case is open. Yeah. Okay, because this is an open case. And unfortunately, because it has to do with health, the nurse is involved. Yeah. Well, she helped make the decision. I don't, I don't know if the nurse the was principal. the one that actually made the final decision. I've, but. I feel like if I was that nurse, I would be mad at the principal because well, the principal she might got be, her but into that's this also her boss. Yeah, well. So. We'll see how this pans out. Um, The school system has until the 3rd to um, respond. respond. So do you get a copy of their response as well? Yes. Nice. Yes. So all of this now is, it has to be open book. Like they cannot go behind my back and do anything. And also I said no to mediation. So what happens from here? Like, is this like some kind of. I mean, because like in lawsuits and stuff, there's like you're asking for s- whether it be like money or recommendation or like ha- what what happens from here? Is this kind of like a explain it to those of us who have no clue? <laughs> That's okay, what so I'm- to be honest, I don't 100 percent know. I know in the letter it said that um, it could be a money settlement. It could be a retraining settlement, it's going to have to be some type of settlement that we agree on. Right. And I think you would just be happy with anything, right? Correct. Um, I'm, we didn't start this for money. Like we're not those, that, that type of people. Right. Um, my main concern is that Evelyn gets exactly mm-hmm. what she's been promised. Right. And unfortunately for them, next month we have to go and redo our promises to each other. Mm. So it will be her kindergarten IEP. Yeah. And so um, they, I mean, because Lauren yeah. is an occupational therapist. And I didn't know this, but she's been going into a school. Yeah. She, so just, she does. Um, she was telling me about that. Yeah. So she does. And I said, so do you do like every week with them? And she goes, yeah, it's the same kids like every Monday. And I get them for a certain amount of time. And I'm like, huh, that's funny. Huh. Because Evelyn doesn't get that. Right. And so guess who was going to be getting that next year? 
Very nice. Yeah. So, because that's um, one less therapy you guys have to do at home, right? No, 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 no. We'll still do the therapy at home. So, um, well, I'm just saying, I'm not saying that that's like a burden or anything, but you guys do a lot of therapy at home as well. (laughs) Yes, and we will continue though. Yeah. um, Because my husband is staying in the army, not only because he loves it and he's extremely good at it, Mm -hmm. but, um, the insurance. Oh yeah, you like, guys. It's I don't have Evelyn on K- the Katie Beckett grant, and the Katie Beckett grant is something that the state of I don't know if it's nationwide, but I know the state of Georgia does it. It could be nationwide. I don't know. I don't know if I've heard of it, but so the Katie Beckett grant is uh, special needs kids getting therapy um, that their insurance doesn't. So, so insurance is sometimes it'll say like, okay, well you can have twelve speech therapies. Uh, every six months. Well, that's not enough. No, not at all. And so, for kids that need speech therapy every day, yeah, or not every day, every week, this Katie Beckett program helps supplement the cost, and it has nothing to do with how much money the parents make. Because, I'll be honest with you, I'm I don't, well, you know, the Petersons are not slacking in the money department, but. Therapies cost a shit ton of money. Yeah, when we had... And I have more than one kid. Yeah, we had Gabriel in speech therapy because he just had an unexplained delay. And I, we were paying like $25 a week was the copay. And, with and insurance, yeah. That was with insurance. I don't want to know like how much I would be having to pay otherwise. <laughs> so I know that her... Uh, for 45 minutes. <laughs> um. So for 30 minutes, we pay out of pocket for... um. Music. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. But every I don't know week, why. That's one hundred eighty dollars a month. Yeah, and I feel like I mean I feel like I've heard that before. I can't remember who else was mentioning something like that. That music therapy is like one of the ones that you end up having to pay out of pocket for. And yes. I'm like, why? Because it's probably one of the most important ones. Um, it's I. So mu- music therapy is not just Evelyn banging on some drums, right? Music therapy, I think Evelyn gets the most out of because it has a lot to do with speech and it's entertaining. Yeah, well, I will be honest. I was a band nerd in high school. Oh, God. And um, I know, but I did band in middle school and high school. And I will be honest, it was one of the things that I don't think I had noticed any of my issues with concentration until after I went to college when I no longer had that musical thing in my life where I was playing music and hearing music a lot and I think it has something to do with how our brains function I really do yeah and I mean it also it's a it's a different way to learn things you Mm -hmm. know everybody learns differently and um, we put Evelyn Evelyn's been going to music therapy for a year and a half almost two years I think do you think I really think it's helped her speech do you think that that's one of the reasons she's done so much not so much better. I mean, she's just come a long way in the last two years anyways. Yes. Yes. Um, I think that and socialization. Nice. Because for her first three years of her life, she was at home with me because Ryan was deployed. Yeah. So you heard it here. So, do music yeah. therapy. <laughs> yes. Do music therapy. It's so worth it. And if you live around where I live, I'll tell you the place that we take Evelyn because yeah. it is amazing. You can email us um, at nswmoms yeah. at gmail.com. I don't know. I check all the time 
And I'm like, mm, add, and Larry Potter with his rebuttal. Hey, how is he? Oh, this is a perfect segue. Have you? Has he completed his task that we gave him of um, writing a argument to God about getting rid of the women's uh, baby makers when they no longer want to baby make? <laughs> I didn't know we assigned him this yes, task. Yes, we did, like a long time ago, and he said he was working on it. Um, we haven't received a reply I from Harry James Potter Esquire. We we have not received that reply. Oh, fuck. Okay, well, this is a great segue because this will be useless to me because I am getting my uterus taken out. I am the most jealous person. I literally... Okay. I am the most biggest procrastinator. We've talked about this. So I finally made an appointment tomorrow to talk oh. to a psychiatrist about if I have possible ADD, ADHD, ADD, whatever, um, or not, and, like, some tips and tricks, and if they feel that I need to take actual medication just to see if that, like, just, basically, I'm just going to give, leave it up to them, because, like, like I said, the supplements I take, I feel like help me focus, but it's the problem of if I don't focus on the right thing when it kicks in, I am off task all day. And so I need those tips and tricks regardless of if they think I also need medication or not. So um, I'm talking to somebody tomorrow to see if it's even a thing or if it's all in the hood. So I think you need to keep your mind open about this and that I am. it's possible that it's not ADHD. Yeah, I, I know that. And that and it could be an anxiety, like a generalized yes. anxiety disorder. Because I agree. Because of all the stress you have in your life. I agree. I'm planning on laying it all out, even things that I think That's are not. I'm, I'm, I mean, there's things that I feel that could be related that I don't think tie into any ADHD symptoms. So I'm definitely being open because my thing is at this point, and it's because like my job has shifted so much in the past couple of years. Like I went from doing the same kind of task every day, not that it was a mundane task, but the same type of tasking all the time always and I could multitask very easily to um, now I have things in my job where I'm super excited to do those things and then I still have some other mundane tasks that I have to complete and I am just getting to a point where it is so hard for me to do certain things that I am not the most excited about and so I'm just I don't want it to start affecting my job in a negative way I don't want it to start affecting other things because when I do get so busy with work then nothing in my home life gets done either and I just I don't know I'm to a point where I'm like I don't know if it's hormones I don't know if it's anxiety I don't know if it's ADHD but I just need that I need some help guys <laughs> I need some well, help I think that it's <laughs> good that you want to go get it looked at yeah, so I have a um, a video appointment tomorrow because that was the easiest way I could get an appointment the quickest. So well, and you might as well just do that. Like, who cares? Like, well, I mean, you, I don't have to on get a video, dressed. You're just gonna be sitting there anyways. Yeah, I don't have to get dressed, and you know, now I don't have to go sit in a waiting room either, and then run late and all that stuff. I can sit happily in my home, comfortable. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's tomorrow. But I will tell you from going to doctors about anxiety and now recently getting told that I have to have the uterus out. It's best just to not hide anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't have it. I mean, that's the thing is like I am at the point where I'm like, I can't solve this and I know I can't. So I got to have I got to have that extra help. And it's something I've been open to this whole time. I just think that la the end of last week when I was so sick and I was just like, 
oh, hands in the air. And then, you know, yesterday my daughter was sick. So it's like all the stuff I left over for Monday. I still didn't get through it all. And I'm just like, okay, tomorrow's going to be really hard. And I know this because I don't want to do any of this shit. <laughs> so I've got to have help because I've, I've got to be able to, like, I have to do these things. Right. Yeah. And it's like little things like uh, Gabriel's teacher emailed us about three of the days that he was out and they're like, yeah, we just need you to send in, you know, written excuses for those things. Have I gotten around to it? No. Why? I don't know. It just, for some reason, keeps being one of those things I push to the side and I shouldn't be pushing any small tasks to the side. Like I need to be doing even the small tasks that don't seem important in my brain. Like that's still something I need to do. Um, so yeah. But tell me more about how your appointment went for the uterus thing, because I'm also oh, going to do that appointment. to hear about this. I will whip it out there who are in similar situations. My, I know I do because I want to make an appointment and go get mine. I want them to say that that's what I need done to do. Okay. Well, <laughs> you can't just convince them. So, I know, but I do want to understand like why they made that determining factor outside of, right. outside of some other option. Because that so, seems an extreme option. In way. I, so I agree with you, but so let me lay this out. So I wanted my tubes tied when baby Ryan was born. Like I went in at 30 weeks pregnant and told her, okay, so let's tie my tubes right mm -hmm. after he's born. Because mm -hmm. I'm already in the hospital. A baby Ryan had to have a lot of blood tests to make sure that he didn't have the same disorder Evelyn had. So we mm -hmm. knew we were going to be there a couple days. And she was like, nope not doing it and i was mm. like why not <laughs> they usually don't have problems especially if you have a c-section right well i didn't right but, but i'm saying um, like that's usually not a problem why <laughs> right well and i wonder if maybe if i would have had a c-section she would have done it because it's like right there yeah. but um i don't know but she refused because she said you don't know if you want to have a third kid and i was like no i, I do no that i don't right she's like well but what if you know, you and your husband get it. And, you know, I get that it's her job to give me all the options. Yes. You know, and make me think about things when you, especially when you want to do something permanent to your body. At, also, when you're in that postpartum time where you may make decisions that you otherwise would not. You know what? Let's let's start playing a game, guys. Every time Lydia says postpartum, take a shot. People will die. Because she says it so much. Postpartum, postpartum. Because. <laughs> it's like, you know why Russia's invading Ukraine? <laughs> it's because of postpartum. Because it's the worst <laughs> time in people's lives. Let's face it. That's the facts. <laughs> it is hard for like 99% of the population. <laughs> So, anyways, my, me and my postpartum self. I want to hear from um, the person who didn't have a hard time postpartum at me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, so now it's been 18 months. I'm pretty sure he's 18 months old. Yeah, he just turned 18 months old. Mm -hmm. um, I went back and was like, okay, hey guys, uh, remember how I wanted my tubes tied? And you refused to do it. And so I got an IUD. Well, now this is the worst decision of my life. So I have the copper IUD because I still breastfeed. And I don't know if it's just me or everyone else, but I swear to God I can feel it if I sit a certain way. What? Yes. Ooh. Like if I sit at an angle, it like pokes me. 
See, that terrifies me. I mean, I, granted, I am gross in your opinion and use a period oh, cup, but that yeah, thing is yeah. flexible and there's nothing sharp about it. <laughs> there's nothing sharp about, about it. Your period cup. I feel <laughs> like if you can feel that, that is terrifying like, to no, me. No, it hurts. Well, that's um, terrifying. And so I originally went in and was like, okay, let's take it out and let's do some ablation. Because, you know, we're not getting into that because a period talk grosses me out. makes me want to throw up just saying the word. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm super mature. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I wanted ablation done. Yeah. And so we did an ultrasound to make sure that my IUD was not all crazy. And apparently it is where it's supposed to be. But while doing the ultrasound, we, we realized that, huh, my uterus is the same size as it was when baby Ryan was born. Oh, it so never it shrank back down? down? No. Oh. Which is part of the issue as well. I mean, obviously it's smaller because it's not holding a baby. But yeah, but that... It's not... Like, the more kids you have, the less likely it is to go back to normal size. But it should be uh, around in the same neighborhood. I was going to say, and now I'm curious how big mine is. <laughs> yeah, yours is probably r- just ridiculous. I know, from an 11 pound plus a huge placenta let's see what it looks like oh my god she's saying she's saying so oh my god i love to gross you out oh my god good thing nobody can even hear you on this though oh my god this is these are the things that i can tell that you had brothers instead of sisters yeah because you want to like sit there and talk about this stuff and i'm like i'm gonna i'm literally gonna die if you say i feel like it's because you grew up with brothers and so you didn't talk about these things no why what do you think we do at Christmas? Is this what is this what people that grow up with sisters talk about? No, I just I grew up with a lot of women in my family, and it's just not Ooh. one of the things that we've ever shied away from talking about is our bodies. <laughs> no, like I'll talk about semen all day, but I, it's just gross. Oh, see that grosses me out. <laughs> semen. I mean, just thinking about yeah, talking so about gross, it in like three kids. More detail, <laughs> more detail outside of semen. just the word. <laughs> Yes, obviously. Obviously, <laughs> obviously I hate it. <laughs> um, so anyways, I went in and wanted ablation done. And the doctor who, she delivered both my kids, and I really like her a lot. Yeah. She goes, well, here's the thing. I don't think that that's going to be the best option for you. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. Probably because that balloon they stick up in there is not going to be big enough. Okay. But if okay, you say, I'm miss. saying throwing a hot dog down a hallway no i mean your you said your uterus is big that's what they do they stick it in the uterus i wasn't saying your Uh vagina Uh okay okay so um no ignore lydia Uh, so no because apparently the reason ablation works is because if you're 43 44 and they do it normally before your lining grows back yeah you go into menopause. Ooh. So it's not a problem. But I have, I mean, I maybe have 20 more years until I go into menopause. Yeah, I was going to say, that's. And ooh. I didn't realize that that was like why the 40-year-old women are getting this done ooh. and not the 30-year-old women. Because do you know anybody our age that has had that done? I don't. No, but I know a lot of people who have had some hysterectomies. That's the thing. I know a couple people our age that have had hysterectomies. Huh. So, um, my doctor told me, nope, we're going to have to take it out. And I was like, ooh, okay. Because even though I knew that that was an option, 
it's still nervous, you know, because you're like, oh, crap. The surgery. Um, but mm. they do it a certain way now where they leave. If you don't have a problem with your cervix, they leave your cervix. Really? Yes. So See, I thought that would be like. stays intact. I thought apparently that would be... it's not attached. I don't. Apparently, I need to look at anatomy. <laughs> well, my thing is, is that I figured they would take the cervix out as like first preference because, like, that's one of the easiest places to get cancer as a woman, especially. Yeah, but that's also the easiest place to check for it. True, but I'm just saying, like, I assumed that they that would be one of the first things they take out because, like, it's really not there for anything but to keep the baby in, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Um, once again, I got I took anatomy three times and got D's all three. So, um, <laughs> well, that's my limited knowledge of it. I didn't hear any <laughs> other use for it in human physiology, so that's why I'm assuming that. We'll have to ask Dr. Chelsea. Well, here's Chelsea. why it's useful to keep it. The recovery time is only 10 days if they, rec- if they keep it. What? And Instead the, of six and, weeks? Mm-hmm, and Holy the risk shit. for infection is almost non-existent. Because you're not opening your body because up. Because they, yep. It's it's closed, right? Because your so cervix, not, right? Right. Okay. And they'll do it through my belly button, which oh. I've already had. It's like having my gallbladder removed is how they're going to do it. Yeah. Well, and my belly button is, I don't know about other people's, but mine is hideous now that I've had babies, so that would not bother me. <laughs> well, and I've had my gallbladder removed, so it's they're just going to probably use the same openings. Yeah. Oh, my God. That sounds um, yeah, so like a, a dream. Yeah, so it's a 10-day recovery time. So you can even pick up baby Ryan after 10 days? I could probably pick him up after, like, after 24 hours, as long as I was, like, sitting down. I guess all that makes sense, because if the uterus... It's not going to fall out. Yeah, because everything should be intact because of your cervix. Okay, I'm picking up what you're putting... I like your doctor. if they remove your cervix, they have to basically make you an artificial one, or or close the opening or something. Like, you know, you can't just have, like, an open gaping wound. Yeah, because that's what it would be, like literally right. opening all the way into and then, the inside. And then the penis could definitely touch your guts. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I think my husband's down here. <laughs> I feel like I need like a little Ryan? button. Oh, he is down here. Sorry. I feel like I need a little button to push every time we say something gross. <laughs> well, that's all you ever say is gross things. <laughs> oh, my baby's awake. Oh. Hi. He fell off the bed last yesterday. Oh no! Is he okay? Yes, he's fine. He's so big. He's gonna come over here because he sees his mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to see a microphone? I huh? like how you sent us a picture without even being home for five minutes, and he was already attached to you. Yes, he loves me so much. That's where he's coming right now. Oh, nice. He said, I need the milks. It's morning time. It's five a.m. Feed me the milks. Well, and he's not gonna be able to have the milks for twenty-four hours after mommy surgery. Mm. Could this be a weaning opportunity? (laughs) No. Yeah, right. He's just going to struggle and struggle and struggle. Can you say mama? Mama? (laughs) He's getting so annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, just give me the boob. just pull it out already? Come on, mom. I don't know what his obsession is with it. Uh, I mean, I think it's any breastfed baby's obsession mm. with just comfort and food. So I did yesterday try not to feed him during the day at all. Mm-hmm. And then he just gets really angry. Oh. <laughs> and there's no redirection that helps. Nope. Mm. He won't drink a uh, whole milk. He will not do it. Yeah, but I'm saying like get him distracted on playing or something else. Yeah, he just nope, wants it. Mom's here, so... Mm. 
So, yep, there's that. Dang. Yeah, see, I didn't. Man, and I was planning on having sex this morning, but now oh. he's up. Mm, sorry. Dang it. You could have done it instead of recording a podcast, but I then our 20 fans would be so sad. <laughs> I don't know. My husband might have been a little irritated if I woke him up at 345. <laughs> 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 I will say, like, um, I I was messaging Hannah because she religiously listens oh, yeah, to our podcast. Oh yeah, because our biggest fans are in Prague. Yes, apparently. Um, so I was I was messaging back and forth with her, and she was she was like, "Wait, does this mean you didn't get to go on Girls Weekend?" It just warmed my heart that she even knew I was supposed to be there because she was like, <laughs> she was checking in on me. I'm feeling sick. <laughs> I was yes. like, "Oh, you knew." <laughs> we have yes, we have a lot of people that listen to us in Prague. Apparently, mm, I don't know if they listen to us or if that's just. I'm really mad. So we did an ad for like the first time ever on our Insta, and um, I'm kind of disappointed that like it didn't go to where I intended it to go. Other than Prague, it did hit well in Prague. <laughs> yes, but it also hit a bunch of men that are never going to listen to this. I had to redo the ad and force it instead of just doing like the regular algorithm. I guess it's because it just picked up on all the <laughs> porn or <laughs> foot jobs <laughs> or all the other things that we've mentioned. It was like, oh, this is for men. No, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, did we confirm that foot jobs are a real thing? Um, I think Harry Potter confirmed for yes. us that yes, they are. Um, I think it's a preference, but again, I have. Um, I'm wondering if I could make money just posting pictures of my feet, though. Yeah, if OnlyFans was a thing, still is it a still thing? I don't know how. I think OnlyFans. I don't know. Apparently, that's like real porn, though. Like people are really having sex on that website. I think they were. I thought that got banned, quote unquote. Because I listened to um, this uh, one girl's podcast called Dumb Blonde. Uh-huh. And she has an OnlyFans. Ooh. And, like, apparently they, like, they, like, do it on there. Oh, my. But I don't really know how OnlyFans work. Like, do you pay to watch somebody bang somebody? I don't get it. I think that's part of it is, like, you pay for, like, the activity. I guess it would be more of, like, the, um, you know how they have, like, cam girls? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, well, can't I? You should know that if you listen to Guys We Fuck, shout out. I, um, I listen to them very sporadically. Okay, well, I used to listen to them religiously before they went to. They're coming back. They're coming back. I'm so excited. Did you see that? They're coming back. Um, they went to Luminary for a while, uh. with paid, and they would still post like little things. But, anyways, they've had cam girls on before, and they, it's basically like, you people give you like either tokens or pay for you to do certain things on camera hmm. and so i think only fans is similar maybe i've never been on so i can't speak to mm -hmm. it but i'm just saying mm -hmm. i think it's similar to that at least from what i'm picking up from the context of what people post about it well only fans sounds interesting <laughs> but not something that i think i'm going to do yeah um Mm -hmm. I'm sorry you're so annoyed with me, sir. Oh, I was like, me? Am I annoyed no, with you? He's <laughs> moving the microphone away from him. Because uh. he's gigantic and he has to lay across his mother. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's funny though because like when he wakes up and it's just Ryan, he's like, okay, yeah, I'll just sit with dad. But if he wait, if like I walk in the room, he's like, how could you leave me? <laughs> he loves me. He's he plays the part, doesn't he? Yes. 
Like, I yeah. know he's good with my mom and with Ryan. Yeah. Because otherwise no one would want to be with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the minute I walk in the door, he's like, the abuse that has happened. That's so funny. Yeah, Jason is almost three now. And so he is talking a lot. And now instead of just saying like, oh, oh my God, it was the cutest thing. So here lately, he's been saying like, I love you, mommy. And I love daddy. And I love Gabriel and I love Abigail and so he'll say I love you mommy but then he like pauses and then he says everyone well last night he came into the kitchen because I was in there by myself and he said mommy I have a secret and he never he never tells secrets and so I was like what and I get down there to him and he whispers in my ear and he says I love you and he didn't say anyone else's name and I was just like oh that's so cute. <laughs> it's like the littlest things that kids will never know warm your heart. And I was just like, I love you too, buddy. <laughs> it was so precious. It made me cry. That is cute. We um, taught Evelyn. So Evelyn doesn't talk, but we'll, like when I say I love you, I'll like hit my chest twice, like mm-hmm. where my heart is. Yeah. And so now she does it. Oh, that's precious. And uh, so does baby Ryan. <laughs> oh, I bet he looks like a little caveman. Like, oh, you know, the movie with uh, Matthew McConaughey where they're like sitting at this Matthew McConaughey and Leonardo. Is it Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. Where they're sitting at lunch and they're like banging their chest like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah, it reminds um, me of for baby yeah, no, Ryan. And baby Ryan um, is not high on coke. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously not, but it's still, things remind me of movie scenes a lot lately. Oh, God. Yesterday, Abigail was singing, um, I'm sure she heard it at school or on a YouTube video or something, where she was like, um, guess what's in the box? Guess what's in the box? The box is squared. Guess what's in the box? And like, every time she'd say, like, guess what's in the box? I'd be like, what's in the box? <laughs> like, from Seven, from Brad Pitt. I, it was... Man, you used to have a thing about Brad Pitt. I did. I love... I was obsessed with Brad Pitt. But also, <laughs> so was my ex. So that obsession fleeted with that relationship. Thing, the obsession with Brad Pitt. <laughs> he, he had a he yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still have my Fight Club obsession though. That that's a movie that will always be a good one for me. <laughs> okay, moving on. Hold on, Ryan wants to come say hi. Oh, okay. He just dropped the baby off in there. Oh, okay, Dad. Hello. Hello. <laughs> how are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Good. How's everybody in Australia? <laughs> apparently that's where your listeners are. And Prague. Prague is cool. Apparently no one in the U.S. likes us. <laughs> You better catch up. What's wrong with you? But I have a lot of driving to do this weekend, so I'll make it up. Oh, good. Yeah, Big Ryan says he likes the podcast as well. <laughs> He's trying to touch the computer. Ah. Man, people are going to get super happy about this podcast that there's always children in the background. You know, I mean, if you're a mom, you just get it. And it's like talking to your friends on the phone while they have their kids screaming in the background. It doesn't even phase Carolyn or me anymore when I have to call Carolyn. Because <laughs> we're just like, oh, your kid's crying? I'll pause. <laughs> okay. You back? Good. <laughs> Good. 
Okay, so we are wrapping it up because now babies are waking up, guys, and you know how that goes. So um, we'll talk to you again this week because we got to record again. So yeah. Sorry, guys. This was all over the place and uh, a lot of grossness. But do you expect <laughs> anything other? Yeah, right? So, <laughs> all right. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah.